Hey, good morning. Morning. Yeah, yeah talagang we're blessed, no? And, uh, you know, pag ganitong panahon, na umuulan, nababaha, and everything is wet, it's so easy na magreklamo. Parang automatic yan, and if you're not careful, we're gonna start complaining, and I know hindi kayo, kasi dumating ka naman. Yung iba na nagreklamo, ayoko na mag-church, eh. ganito nga, ganito, ang basa, hirap, walang sasakyan, ganito. So, it's very easy. Na, naintindihan ko yan. Talagang natural na sa atin na magreklamo. Ang ingay. Yun, yun, yun. So, we seem to always look at the negative instead of finding out what is good about the rain. Di ba matutuwa ang mga halaman? Di ba sumasarap na ang gulay natin sa susunod na harvest? Di ba humahaba na ang rice? You know? So, actually... There's a good thing to look at. And dapat condition ng sarili natin, pag tingin sa salamin, pag isipin mo ang sarili mo, huwag agad-agad na maghanap yung something wrong. Kasi yun ang normal sa atin. Minsan, we do the wrong thing kasi ang pag tingin sa sarili mo, it's automatic, unfortunately, Now we look at what's wrong with me. Rather than saying what's right with me. Okay, so parang sa bayan nito, oh, baha-baha. No, how about, thank God we have mga kalsada na cementado. Thank God na meron pa electricity. You know, thank God na maraming something's good to look for. And the same thing, pag tumingin sa sarili mo, I want you to start looking at the good thing inside of you. God is not looking at what's wrong with you. God is looking at what is right about you. He's a good father. I don't look at my son Zion and say, ganito ang mali niya, ganito ang mali niya, ganito ang mali niya. I try to look at what he's good at. Oh, he's, his strength is communications. He's creative. Ganito ganyan. So, ganon din. Today, I want to share with you about seeing not what's wrong inside of you, but what is right. Because God has made some things right about you. Very, very right. And we start by looking at this story of the prodigal son. Have you heard that story before? Now, this guy was from a good family. Ang ganda ng family background niya. He came from medyo upper class na home. Dahil ang tatay niya may uh, ipapamana and land. So land owner sila. Ang tatay niya may mga, hindi lang helper or housemaid, may mga servants, plural. Marami silang empleyado, bahay pa lang sa kanilang, awan ko kung farm or what. Now, why would this guy do something wicked, evil, sumaway, naglayas siya, nagrebelde siya, binastos niya yung tatay niya, and then, let's look at kung ano yung matutunan natin doon sa story of prodigal son and relate doon sa sarili natin. Luke chapter 15, na makikita natin yung story, starting say around verse 11 to 14. Once there was a man, ito yung tatay, who had two sons. The younger son said to his father, Give me my share of the inheritance. You know, dapat, di ba, mapapa sa kanya pag patay na si tatay. Pero gusto niya agad. Parang sinasabi niya, sana mamamatay ka na. <laughs> Akin na yung mana. And so the father divided the properties 
between his two sons. Not long after that, the younger son packed up everything he owned and left for a foreign country where he wasted all his money in prodigal living. Ibang version says wild living. Ano bang uh, Tagalog nito? It was the kind of living na masasabi mo walang pagpipigil. Lacks restraint. Hindi niya kayang pigilin ang kanyang urges. Wasteful na winaldas niya. And yung buhay niya that time, immoral. Masama. Mahalay. Especially sa mga vices. Sex. Selfishness. Gambling. Bakit yung gagawin niya yun? Bakit kaya ang tao nito na good boy, good example, may role model siya, ang kompletong family niya, may, may kuya siya, they are rich, you know, they have helpers. Later on, inamin niya ang tatay niya, napaka-fair, napaka-generous. Hindi naman siya, wala naman siyang good reason na kung bakit lumayas. But he did that. And maybe you think, kung ititingin mo sa sarili mo sa story nito, Maybe you think, kung ako, hindi ko gagawin yun. Talagang uh, magpapasalamat ako. Paparalan ako ng papa ko. Well, maybe you not, you've never been that rebellious like that. Pero prodigal. Have you ever lived your life na walang pagpipigil sa gusto mong gawin? Pinipilit kung ano yung feeling mo, ginagawa. Kahit alam mo, hindi tama. Have you ever done something similar na umalis ka sa tamang landas at pinursu mo yung sarili mong gusto? All of us have gone astray. Diba? Like sheep, we went our own selfish ways. And kahit itinatago sa mga iba, we have all done prodigal living. Wild, wasteful, immoral. We've all made mistakes like this. Tanong why? Why ba? Kahit na once na naging Kristiyano na tayo, still nakakasala. Now listen, I told you last week, diba? sabi ko, ang destiny mo, ang destiny na hinahanda ng Diyos para sa'yo is simply lang to be like Jesus. Yung dulo ng buhay mo, yung, yung parang pinaka-destination na hinahanda ng Diyos is that every one of us will become like Jesus. And then, I said something na medyo shocking, pero catch what I'm trying to say. Kung ikaw ay nakipag-isa kay Kristo, tinanggap mo siya bilang tagapagligtas ng buhay mo, you already are like Jesus. You're not trying to become like Jesus. You already are just like Jesus, but in a seed form. Diba, pinakita ko sa inyo yung, yung seed, yung buto ng, ng tree, like that. Okay, I don't know kung sa loob yung buto, but say example, mango seed. Right? Smells like mango. It has mango DNA inside the seed. It has a destiny that mango seed has a destiny to become just like a mango tree. Right? Kailangan lang 
i-plant. Pero yung DNA, yung potential, yung destiny, nandun na sa loob. Hindi na kailangan dagdagan pa ng uh, ibang chemicals or hindi na kailangan na reprocessing or what. It just needs to be planted. And ganon din tayo, nung tinanggap mo si Jesus, ipinakaloob niya sa'yo ang Holy Spirit. Yung DNA ni Jesus. Yung DNA niya na nasa'yo. Hindi mo kailangan na mag-import pa ng mga ibang materials. You already have His Spirit in you. So ang kailangan lang gawin is, merong time. Merong time na undergo yung process. But you already are just like Jesus. But in another sense, that's part A. A part B, ganito. In another sense, you're still becoming like Jesus. Ibig sabihin, hindi pa tapos ang process. So yes, you're already like Jesus in the, in the DNA. Pero hindi ibig sabihin fully grown ka na. Parang yung anak ko, si Zion. Yung DNA ko, thankfully, yung DNA ko, yung blood ko, tsaka yung DNA, yung DNA, yung blood ng nanay, blood ko, it's in him already. He doesn't need additional blood transfusion. He doesn't need additional chromosomes or what from us. It's already there lahat. So he's already just like me. Pero hindi naman siya kahit ko. Right? Hindi naman siya kaboses ko. Hindi naman siya exactly like me on the outside. But inside the bloodline, the DNA of a warden is already in him. So yes, part A, it's already like me. Part B is he's still growing to become more, more like me. Does that make sense? So we are already like our Father. We already are like Him. But it's something that we need to understand today. So let me break it down for you. Just like our God is a three-part being, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Nilikha niya tayo in His own likeness. Kapareho tayo sa Kanya, three parts na rin. Not Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but we are a spirit with a soul in a body. Can you say that? We are a spirit. I say, I am a spirit with a soul in a body. Now, if you write it down, you just say, I am a spirit, and I have a soul. And the soul is also three parts. Your mind, your emotions, and your will. Your will is free will. Your ability, your gift ng Dios sa'yo, na ability na magpasya. Your power to choose. Kasi hindi tunay na pag-ibig kung walang freedom to choose. Kaya marami nagsasabi na, why did God make a tree of knowledge of good and evil? Why did God make temptation? Mga ganon. Listen, God gave you a choice. Kasi kung wala kang choice, pilit yan. And that's not love. Right? So I have a soul. That is where my mind or yung personality, lingwahe, ugali, attitude, it's all in the soul. 
together with emotions, my feelings, and together with the way I choose. Yung aking mga decider. Yung pinaka decider. Who decides? Okay? So, I live in a body. Now, yan ang napaka-obvious. Kasi every day, sinuksuklay, niba, nagbabrush, nagdadamit. Because we take care of our body dahil yan ang nakikita natin sa mata, physical. That's our physical senses. But that, phys- the five physical senses is not the real you. There's a spirit which is the real you. And you have and manage a soul. Alam mo naman kung ano yung feeling mo today, kung ano yung thoughts mo today, kung ano yung decision mo today. That's the part of you na hindi, naki- hindi natin nakikita. Ikaw lang ang nakakita noon. Ikaw lang ang may alam kung anong nangyayari sa kalooban mo. That's your soul. And then deeper inside is your spirit. Now, if you look at the way God created man sa umpisa, Genesis chapter 2 in verse 7, it says the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. Now, the top layer of the earth's surface, sabi mo yung dust, if you take just one bucket, isang tabo na of, of dirt, did you know that everything that is in the human body can be found in that one tabo? All the elements, oxygen, nitrogen, you know, uh, I don't know it all because hindi naman ako... Uh, I'm not, you know, but, but and then you, you zinc, you'll be surprised what all is in the human body. Iron and, uh, put, uh, all this stuff, you know, of course, water, you know, oxygen, all this stuff. And it's, it's all found right there in a, so God used the dust, the dirt to form a man. That's the body. Now, another way of saying it is the temple of God's holy Spirit. Diba sabi sa 1 Corinthians, your body is the venue, the address of the Holy Spirit. Pag tinanggap mo si Jesus, He takes over and comes to move in to your body. Okay, but not the physical part of you. We'll talk about that. Pero yung katawan mo, talagang facilities ng God's Spirit. And in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, you're going to see yung tatlo. Yung spirit, soul, and body. Read this with me. May the God of peace himself make you completely holy. Okay, holistic. Pag sinabi na holistic education, holistic training. Body. Okay, your spirit. May your spirit and soul and body be kept entirely blameless. So, andyan na sa verse na yan, yung tatlong compartment, tatlong components ng isang tao. That's you. Your spirit, your soul, and body. Ang nice ng Panginoon is, all of this will be kept, maintained, blameless. Your spirit is really the part of you that connects with God initially. You understand that if if you look at the tabernacle, because the Bible says in John chapter one verse twelve, Jesus, the Word of God, naging tao, and he 
tabernacled among us. The New American Standard Version says he tabernacled. Okay, he dwelt. Now, if you look at the tabernacle, this is like yung pre, before the permanent temple, this was the worship place ng mga Hudyo, and it was portable, it was like a tent, pero nung sinet up nila tong temple, there's the priest over here, uh, itong tabernacle, mayroong parang uh, fence, a border all the way around, and in the outer courtyard, di ba mayroong tayong courtyard dito sa baba? Outer courtyard, parang open sa lahat yan. Now, pag pumasok ka, meron dyan yung altar kung saan may sacrifice. Remember, the, the sin offering takes that removes the sins. And then you go to another place na may tubig, na wash basin. And that is uh, symbolizing our baptism. After you receive the forgiveness of Jesus Christ, then you're baptized into the water. And then there's uh, a time that the priest will go into the inner room, may room doon sa loob ng tent, and that's called the holy place. The holy place. Doon na may, may bread, may lampstand, may incense. And that represents, that holy place represents your soul. Hindi pwedeng pumasok doon kahit sino. Dito sa outer court, that represents our body. See, you're touchable. I could bump you. Nakikita kita. And the, our body is kind of uh, like the outer court. But the soul, yan yung kalooban na ikaw lang ang nakakaalam kung ano yung nararamdam mo. And so, then inside the room, there was another room called the most holy place. At doon yung Ark of the Covenant and on the yung takip ng box, ng gold box, is the, what we call the mercy seat. And God says, doon ako mag-headquarters. Sa earth, I will set up my presence. I will set up my permanent headquarters in the most holy place. Hindi sinetup ni God ang kanyang presence, ang kanyang Literal na manifested presence, hindi niya sinetup dito sa labas. Which means the same thing. Hindi nilagay ni God ang kanyang spirit sa katabi ng iyong pancreas. Right? You cannot take an x-ray or MRI and makita mo yung mismong presence ni God doon. Because God did not set up His headquarters in your physical body. And God did not set up His headquarters in your soul. Sa katabi ng emotions. So your emotions are not right on top of God's presence. Sometimes your emotions are sick, broken. Sino nakaka-relate? Brokenhearted, depressed, you know, sick of love or sick of her or sick of him. And and in God's Presence did not set up in your mind so that you have a super brain. But God set up His headquarters in your spirit. Kung ang katawan mo is like the, the tabernacle, you have the outer court, the holy place, and the most holy place. That's the body, soul, and spirit. At doon pinakaloob ng Diyos na kanyang spirit in your spirit. 
which you don't feel it physically kasi hindi naman hindi naman siya kabahagi ng katawan and you might not even feel it emotionally or you might not understand it mentally logically because it's not a part of your soul he put his very spirit connected to your spirit in your pinaka holy place does that make sense so there is this beautiful thing because in our bodies, sometimes nakakasala pa rin tayo. And even in our mind, will, and emotions, yung soul natin, nakakasala din tayo sa isip. Minsan marumi ang mga damdamin natin. Minsan mali talaga ang mga choices natin. Hindi ayon sa kalooban ng Diyos. But the good news is, the spirit of you carries the very presence of God and pro- there's a, a shield, a force field shield of protection around your spirit na ang dumi, hindi nakakapasok doon. So in your spirit, it is uh, poison proof. It is sin proof. Hindi nakakasala ang spirit mo. It's perfect. It's beautiful. It's sinless. If you look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, it says, Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. But then it says, But then God made you alive. So, yan yung, yan yung spirit. Nabuhay ang broken, dead spirit mo. Dahil sa kasalanan, namatay. Naging lifeless ang spirit. Naging empty. Wala si God doon. Pero dahil kay Jesus, nang tinanggap mo si Jesus, pumasok ang Diyos at yung spirit mo, ang spirit ng Diyos, nag-merge at nakaroon ka ng buhay. Ang tawag doon is, you became a new creation. Or Jesus called it, you received a new birth. Sabi niya sa John chapter 3, no one can enter, no one can see the kingdom of God unless... He is born from above. He's, he, nakakaroon siya ng spiritual na birth. So pinanganak tayo na biologically, that's a physical birth. Pero sabi ni Jesus, hindi sapat yan. Physical is physical. Mafafade away din yun. You gotta have a spiritual birth. And that does not take place sa katawan. That takes place sa spirit. Right? So write this down. Because of my sin, my spirit was dead and needs a new birth. Okay? Or kung hindi ka pa nakatanggap kay Jesus, you might say it this way, because of sin, my spirit is dead. Anong ibig sabihin dead? Separated from God. Pero kung tinanggap mo si Jesus, you can say was. Kasi noon yun. Pero tinanggap ko si Jesus, hindi na patay. Dahil nakaroon ako ng new birth, a spiritual birth. Or sa theologians would say, you were regenerated. Regenerated. Okay? So, when you receive Christ, the Holy Spirit comes into your human spirit. Naghahalo. Nagsasama. And you become alive. You become like the glove na may kamay. You become like the car na sawakas nagpakarga ng fuel. You know, you have, uh, are like the, you're like, 
nagkaroon ka ng radio receiver. Diba? Ang radio receiver is para makakatanggap ng radio communication. Yung radio waves na hindi mo nakikita dito, they're still real but you will not receive them unless meron kang tuner. Diba? Yung FM na gadget. Pero once na meron ka nun, and you tune it to the right channel, nako, lahat ng music, news, you know, lahat makakuha mo. That's what happens nang tinanggap mo si Jesus, parang ibinigay sa, nilagay niya sa spirit mo, yung spiritual receiver. So you can get the communications of God. You can get His channel. You have access to the benefits of God. So do not downgrade your life. Ito ang pinaka-point sa, sa message nito. Huwag mamuhay na downgraded na ang katawan mo ang nanguuna sa iyo. Ang katawan mo ang nagdi-dictate kung anong gagawin mo, kung anong feeling mo, at kung ano yung direction ng buhay mo. Maraming tao na mamuhay sila ayon sa katawan. Kasi sobrang affected, sobrang influential ang kanilang limang senses. So if I feel it, I wanna buy it. If it feels good, do it. Yan ang, ang alam nila. Is kung masarap, gawin mo. Huh? Kung gutom ka, get, get out of my way. Yeah? I'm gonna eat. Basta, walang makakapagpigil sa aking kain na. Kasi, katawan eh. Pero hindi katawan ang dapat maging bossing sa buhay mo. You don't have to let your physical body influence your whole life direction because sometimes ang craving ng katawan is hindi ayos. Hindi galing sa Diyos. Minsan meron kang desires sa katawan which you should never have had those desires. But they, you know, kasi our, our body is influenced by what we see, what we hear, diba? what we touch, what we feel. So minsan, nakukorrupt din yung ating mga appetites. Have you ever seen someone na mahilig sa mga yucky foods? Or how about this? Have you ever had a craving for a food na alam mo naman hindi healthy? Chicharon, breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yung, 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 you know what I mean? You, you, you've got to, so much cholesterol, you know, ice cream, noon and night, you know, and have you ever had that? So you know, hindi healthy yung craving ng katawan, pero yun ang gusto ng katawan eh. Pero sometimes you have to say no to the third cup of rice. Sometimes you have to say no. May kausap ako. All right. So, don't let your body be the ruler. Because hindi nag-set up ni God ang kanyang headquarters sa katawan mo. And also, God did not put His control center in your emotions or your brain or your decision maker. Okay, so hindi rin soul ang dapat manguuna sa'yo. Don't live a carnal or a physical led life. Ang tawag doon, carnal. Kasi carnal, parang karni. No, don't let your, car, don't be a carnal driven person. And don't be a soulish 
person either. Kasi soulish means, ang soul mo, siya ang nagdidictate ng lahat sa buhay mo. Ang soul means mind or brain, will, and emotions. Don't decide things sa buhay mo just basically basing only on your feelings. Because even your feelings, hindi mo maasahan. Pabago-bago din. Diba? How many of you had felt like doing something, but you know it's not right? So, dyan pa lang may conflict eh. How many of you know the right thing to do, pero hindi ka motivated? You know you're supposed to clean the house, but you, your will is rebelling. The will will never decide to do it. But you, your brain knows you should do it. Uh, are you following me? So, and, and you know, maybe uh, buying something or making a choice in your love life. Financial, relationships. Minsan, ang feeling is to be selfish. Minsan, uh, napupuno ng anger, nagalit. How will you live if ang emotions ang magdadrive ng iyong bus? Imagine yung buhay mo is like a bus. At si emotions ang magdadrive. Si emotions ang in charge. Na madiskrasya ka. Sa isang araw, pa easy-easy. Happy, happy, lovey-dovey. Next day, galit na. Eh, zigzag naman ang, ang papuntang Baguio. Eh, kung si galit ang nagde-drive, naku! You're gonna hit and hurt yourself and hurt others kung emotions ang magli-lead sa'yo. Do not choose your spouse, your future decision about love based on feelings. Huwag madala sa feelings. Huwag madala din sa logic ng human brain reasoning. This is another mistake. Maraming tao, namumuhay sila ayon sa kanilang utak. Kasi uh, educated na tao ako. Alam ko naman ang tama at mali. So, according sa opinion ko, I think ito ang dapat gawin. Nako, delikado kapatid. Gusto ng Diyos na gamitin mong utak, pero hindi ang utak ang dapat maglilid sa buhay mo. Because God did not put His control center in your soul, God set up the control center, the headquarters, the main, uh, this, the, the main uh, organization set up is in your spirit. Kaya simply lang, spirit ang dapat maglilid ng buhay mo. Hindi logic, nakala mo, alam mo. Pero actually, hindi mo alam lahat. Ang alam ng Diyos, diba, His ways are higher than our ways and His thoughts, His intellect is higher than your intellect. So huwag kang umasa sa, well, I'm a smart person, may education, may uh, alam ko. Hindi mo alam. Sabi mo, well, my feelings are right. Not always. Well, if it feels good, I should do it. No, you shouldn't always do it. Just So the point is, here, write this Write this down. What is, what is our next point there? I, I'm, sh- I'm sharing so many things here to you. Balikan natin yan about the Bible promises. Kasi hindi wala pa tayo doon. I got lost. 
Are you learning something? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying, God put His headquarters in your spirit. So, ang spirit ang masusunod. Uh, masusunod tayo, susunod tayo sa spirit, not sa body. Okay? Now, here's why sometimes hindi nararanasan tayo ng mga pangako ng Diyos sa buhay natin. And you might be discouraged and think, eh, sabi ni Pastor, ganito ang mangyayari. Eh, hindi naman nangyayari. Eh, sabi niya, all things work together for my good. Ang daming bad na nangyari. Hindi naman totoo yung pangako ng Diyos. You might think that. Or sasabihin ng Diyos na sa Biblia, He might say things like, uh, God always leads us to triumph. By His stripes, you have been healed. You are more than conquerors through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. The Holy Spirit brings joy. Mga ganon. Ang daming ganda ng mga pangako ng Diyos sa Biblia, di ba? But then you might think, eh, hindi naman effective eh. Wala naman akong karanasan na ganon. It's because you're monitoring your feelings. And that is the Bible promise did not specifically say your feelings. Or maybe you're thinking in your brain. Hindi rin doon ang Ang, ang headquarters. Listen, write this down. The Bible promises can be true for my spirit even if I don't yet feel or experience them in my soul or body. So hindi ibig sabihin, hindi totoo ang mga pangako ng Diyos. His promises are yes, yes and amen. So pag, pag sinabi, you are healed, that can be true that you are healed in your spirit. That broken, separated, dead spirit has come alive and is perfectly whole and healed and healthy and wealthy and wise. But your body might still have fever. Do you understand? Because God did not move into your skeletal system. He moved into your spirit. And God did not just move into your feelings. So that's why ang tinanggap mo ang baptism of the Holy Spirit, hindi ibig sabihin, you automatically have a great feeling or you automatically have super uh, human understanding because God did not move into your brain or your feelings. He moved into your spirit. So you have to take it by faith. Kahit iba ang karanasan mo sa senses, his word is still true. So you can put it this way. Your spirit has already been saved. Pag sinabi kong saved, the Greek word is sozo. S-O-Z-O. And that word saved is a holistic term. It's a complete package of salvation benefits. Sozo in Greek translates to salvation translates to restoration, blessing, favor, wholeness, well-being, peace, and dami dyan. So pag sinabi ng Diyos, my spirit has already been saved, your spirit has all of these perfections already na. Okay? And then the next one is my soul 
is being saved. Okay, nasa process. Diba sabi ko, we're like Jesus, but we're still becoming like Him. So ganon din, my soul has already been, I mean, my spirit has already been saved, and my soul is being saved. Okay, currently, ongoing, and future. Now, the body will be saved. Will be saved. Okay? Ezekiel, the promise there, Ezekiel 36, 26, I'll give you a new heart. Heart is synonymous with spirit. I'll give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. If anyone is in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he is a new creation. So pag sinabi niya, you receive Christ. Okay, I'm in Christ now. Tinanggap ko si Jesus by faith. I'm in Christ. Eh bakit pag tumingin ako sa salamin, ganun pa rin ang kulay na buhok ko? Because the new creation is not talking about your body. It's not talking about your emotions. Kung ganun, para, ganun ang ugali mo nung kahapon, tapos tinanggap mo si Jesus ngayon, ganun pa rin ang ugali mo ngayon. Right? So do not be disappointed. Do not be, uh, you know, discouraged na, eh bakit naging counter ako pa, tapos ganun pa rin ang mga problema ko. May pimples pa rin ako sa aking mukha. You know, or, or y- yung, yung habit ko, nandun pa rin yung, parang gusto ko pa rin na maglasing, or yung pagmumura, wala namang bago. Because it was not your soul that made that new creation. The new creation happened in your spirit. Now, your spirit will eventually influence your soul and your brain. And it will even overflow into your body. But it's from the inside out. Remember that song? Inside out. Lord, my heart cries out. See? Does that make sense? All right. Praise the Lord. Amen. He has made us holy. And uh, the next point that I want to share with you is just more on the application. Okay, I want to you to apply this message. First of all, so application is the word receive and recognize. Parehong R. Receive and recognize your newborn spirit. Mahirapan ka in touch ka sa spirit if you don't even recognize that you have one. Kung ang karanasan mo sa buhay is all focus on the body and the soul. So every day you recognize you have a body. Naliligo ka. Dinadamit. You know, you, you put on uh, makeup or perfume or tawas. You know, I understand that every day we recognize our body. We keep in touch with our body. Okay? But that should not be the only part you recognize. And most of us recognize we have feelings. Yeah, I feel depressed. Oh, I feel happy. Or I feel like this. Or I feel in love. Or I feel heartbroken. Or, or the other part of the soul is, well, I think this. I want that. My opinion is. That's not logical. I think that. So, or I, I want, I decide this. My choice, that. 
So very in touch tayo sa ating kaluluwa. The next level for you is to recognize also that you have a spirit. You need to recognize. Now, this is not emotional. This is not something that you can see with an x-ray. But you have to recognize by faith, I have a spirit like God is a spirit. John chapter 4, sabi ni Jesus, God is a spirit and he looks for worshipers to relate to him in spirit and in truth. Not in brain and body, but in spirit. So the part of me, the part of you that relates to God is spirit. Paano kung nakakasala ako? Yes, your body sometimes falls to sin. And even your emotions or your thoughts. But what God does is He's like, no, move, move, body, body, move, soul, get, let me see. Ah, there you are. There you are, Jomar. There you are, Joseph. There you are, Tim. There's your real you, the spirit. He went, He overlooked the parts of us that were washed clean by the blood of Jesus. And he came in and he saw, there's the real you, the spirit. And you know, when God looks at your spirit, he doesn't see sin. He sees the new creation. If God were to really look on your body, he might see that there's sin in your body. If God were to look at every one of your thoughts and judge all of your thoughts, but God is looking at your spirit kung saan nagre-resident permanent residency Jesus and when god looks at you at your spirit he only sees jesus and he gives you thumbs up approval ang tawag doon is the gift of righteousness so you need to recognize by faith receive it by faith and say my spirit is new and clean would you believe that? Would you dare to accept, to receive and recognize by faith that you have a spirit that is perfect sa mata ng Diyos? It is perfect. It is mature. Ugali mo, hindi ganun ka mature sometimes. But your spirit is mature. Your spirit is pleasing to God. Kahit yung ginagawa mo sa katawan, hindi laging pleasing sa Diyos. But your spirit is pleasing to God all the time. Your spirit never sins. Even though you sin in your mind and your thoughts and your words and actions. But the spirit will not sin. And the Holy Spirit protects the sin of your mind from getting in. Your spirit is not contaminatable. Oh, that's a good news. Because that means that forever sealed ka by the Holy Spirit. So you cannot become unholy in your spirit. Now, papagusapan natin that what you do in your body and what you do in your soul still matters. It matters a lot. I'll talk to you about that. But for now, you need to recognize you have a clean spirit. Spirit lang ang usapan ha. Spirit lang. You have a clean spirit. And recognize and receive that your spirit has been reborn. And give thanks to God. And recognize 
that you are not your old self. Who you are now is the newborn spirit. Sabimo, I am the newborn spirit. My real identity is who I am in my spirit. And God loves what he sees. That's right. That's an expression of faith. It's good that you use your mouth to express faith. Christ in you. Colossians 1 verse 27. Christ in you. Not in your body or soul, but Christ in your spirit is your hope for glory. Ezekiel saw a dream, a vision, if you remember that. Now, this is very parang sci-fi ito. Pero Ezekiel saw a dream where he saw wheels on the earth. Mga gulong on the earth. A lot of wheels around. And there was a wheel within the wheel. So there was an internal wheel inside all the other wheels. That's your spirit. The wheel within the wheel. The you within the you. And that's the real you. Get it, you? Yes, yes, you. (laughs) Number two. So number one, you're going to receive and recognize your newborn spirit. Number two, you're going to submit your soul and your body to your spirit. When I say submit, the word sub means under, right? Sub means under, not over. So your soul, which means your brain, your, in, your so-called intellect. I don't know if you're that smart. We're still growing, right? Your emotions, which are not that stable, not always right, sometimes out of control, Sometimes deceived, and sometimes good, but you can't depend on that for your whole life. So submit, put under your spirit, uh, put under the soul to your spirit. Si spirit ang dapat in charge ng buhay mo. Merong ranking. The spirit then the soul, and pinakalast is the body. The spirit kung saan nandoon si Jesus ang dapat maghahari sa iyong buhay. Hindi katawan ang magdi-decision ng lahat. Kaya na. Basta gusto kong makipag-sex, sex na. At gusto kong magpamasaj, magpamasaj na. At gusto kong, you know, umupo. Gusto kong maging tamad. Eh, yan ang gusto ng katawan ko. So, yan ang gagawin ko. Hindi po pwede ang katawan ang magdi-decision para sa buhay mo. Hindi dapat ang katawan ang maglo-lord, maghahari sa'yo. You use your body, but don't let your body use you. You live in the body, but you do not live from the body. The body is not the command central of you. The body is not the CEO or the manager of you because the body is not where Jesus put his headquarters. Neither do you live your life 
being driven by the soul. Ibig sabihin, hindi dapat emotions ang magdadala sa'yo going to your destiny. Hindi rin intellect or yung logic mo ang magdi-decision ng lahat para sa buhay mo. Well, I think this is right, kaya yun na. Or I want this. So, yan ang choice ko. Or I feel this. Kaya, no. Submit your feelings and your desires or choices and your even your thoughts. Submit everything to the Lord who is living inside your spirit. Yeah, the Bible says the matured sons of God, not the carnal, not the soulish person, but the matured sons or daughters of God are those who are led by the Spirit. The Spirit. How to be led by the Spirit. Mahabang kwento yan. But that's basically you understand that God is in charge. Not your body, not your brain, but the Lord. So the practical application is receive and recognize your newborn spirit. And number two, it is to submit your soul, mind, will, and emotions to your spirit. If you say, well, I don't like to submit. Yeah, but that's the will of God that we submit to him. He can be trusted. You remember in the Old Testament, there was a story of young daughter-in-law ni Abraham. Her name was Rebecca. Sino yung anak ni Abraham? Si Isaac. Si Isaac. Di ba matagal na si Abraham walang anak? Tapos biglang nakaroon siya ng anak na si Isaac. Siya yung promised child. Now, Isaac married Rebecca. And Rebecca, nung nabuntis siya, nalaman nila na kambal ang nasa tiyan niya. Kambal. So, and the names of these children were Jacob and Esau. And Jacob was later, the, the, the name changed to Israel. Okay, so familiar ties the word Israel. Si Jacob yan. And ang nangyari is, in the womb of Rebecca, before na lumabas, God prophesied. And he said this in Genesis 25, verse 23. He said, two nations are inside of your womb. Okay, just take, take note of and relate this to you. You have inside of your person, right? The inner man, the holy place, and the most holy place, the soul and the spirit. He said, two nations are in your womb and two separate people will emerge. Two separate personalities. He said, one people will be the stronger and the older one will serve the younger one. Sinong magiging in charge? The older or the younger? The younger one will be in charge. It's normal, no one, that the older one will be the kuya. Siya yung boss. Siya yung makaka, mamamana ng mas marami. Pero sabi ng Diyos, in this case, it should not be. The younger one, siya ang mag-rise up. And the older one will submit and serve to the younger one. Now, pag pinanganak ka sa biological, and you have your soul, 
since birth. Diba? Habang baby, then nakakaroon ng mga senses, and you learn, and you grow, develop, nakakaroon siya ng hilig, nakakaroon siya ng mga opinions. Eventually, pag uh, you know, adult na, sasabihin mo, ito ay, this is who I am. What I think, what I feel, what I decide. So ito yung isang person. And then, you come along to SFCC, and naririnig mo na yung gospel, and you say, yeah, I need a savior. So you receive Jesus. And you get another birth. So the first birth was your soul was born however many years ago. In anong edad mo? So medyo matanda na si soul. And then you come along and you receive Jesus. So nakakaroon ng another, like another baby. And you get a new birth. Newborn baby pa lang siya. Then he grows up. Maybe you go to encounter and you, you volunteer on a serve team. And then eventually na, nandun si, magsasabay na, mayroon kang soul, who is, uh, let's say, 24 years old. And then, mayroon kang spirit, which is, kailan ka tumanggap kay Jesus? Kailan? 2010, 8 years old. So, mayroon kang 24-year-old inside of you, and mayroon kang 8-year-old inside of you. Right? Older? Younger. Sinong dapat in charge? The younger. The older, the duly soul should serve the younger, the spirit. Kaloba ng Diyos na ang spirit na kung saan doon si Jesus, siya talaga ang maglilid ng buhay mo. That's what it means to be a spirit-led person, the spiritual person, not the soulish person, not the carnal, physical-driven person, but a person connected to the Holy Spirit, living the life that God desires for you. And then the last thing, I think I put something else there. Additional application is renew, letter A, renew your soul. See, Your soul needs to be renewed. Your brain, your mind, the Bible says, needs to be renewed. Romans 12.2, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And ganon din, you will be transformed into a great person if your soul will be renewed. Hindi yung parang ano lang, yung kung ano yung feelings mo dati, yun pa rin ang feelings mo ngayon. Out of control, you know, irritable, you know, walang patience. Those, those are part of your soul. You need to renew that so that you will be transformed into the real person who you are in your spirit. Dapat ma-align. Eventually, habang tumatagal, magiging aligned yung pagkatao mo sa spirit at saka yung pagkatao mo sa iyong ugali and even yung consistent sa pamumuhay ng physical body mo. So renew your soul. And then here, how about this one? Let her be feed your spirit. Alam nyo, buti nag-gutom ang spirit mo ngayong umaga. At pumunta ka dito para kumain. Pero paano yung mga tao na hindi kumain ngayon sa spirit? Kawawa. Parang fasting. Pero magiging anemic. What do you call that? Yung parang uh, malnourished. And we don't want our spirit to be malnourished. We want our spirit to be well-fed. Because Jesus is there. 
and in the spirit you are just like Jesus and you have hunger. Your spirit is hungry for God's word. Your spirit is hungry for God's presence. Your spirit is hungry that your soul and body will follow God. But your soul is sometimes blocking it. Because akala niya siya ang in charge. Akala mo, ikaw nakakaalam kung anong best. Or yung feelings mo, siya ang nanguuna sa'yo. Or dahil yan ang comfortable sa katawan, yan ang gusto mong gawin. No, let the Spirit take control of you. Kaya minsan, yan ang benefit ng fasting. Fasting is not just about losing weight. It's not about trimming your figure. Fasting is one of the ways you can send the message to your body, hindi ka pala in charge. Gusto mo ng lunch? Sorry na lang. You're not in charge. And it's time that we have a little test here. For the next three days, you're not in charge. No lunch. Iiyak si katawan. Pero eventually, parang discipline sa kanya yun, matuto rin si soul o si katawan na kailangan talaga mag-submit. Kailangan talaga mag-submit. When you submit your soul and your body to the Spirit, then God can lead you in the perfect route going to your destiny. God will bring you to your destiny one way or the other. But the route could be the high road or the low road, the easy way or the way with so many consequences. Choose life and choose to be led by the Spirit so that you will experience true life, eternal life, and you will avoid so many pains and hurts that are not meant for you. Maraming sa atin ang mga pagsubok na sinisisi si God, but actually it's consequences of our own decisions, our own choices. Kasi we thought we know, but you don't pala. We thought we want that. Have you ever bought something that you thought you want? And later, nagsisisi ka. I shouldn't have bought that. Did you ever order something in the restaurant that you thought masarap? And then, parang yaki. So, every time in our life, go ahead and ask the Lord. Yes, I sa Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust the Lord with all your heart. And don't depend on your soul. Don't depend on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge Him in your spirit. And He will, the Spirit will, direct your paths. Make your way straight. God loves your soul. He loves your emotions. God loves your mind. He loves to influence your mind, fill your mind, educate your mind. God loves your body. He loves how you look. Siang gumawa ng programming for your height and your skin color and the shape of your feet in the shape of your nose, in the, sh- the, 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 the pattern of your eyebrows. And God loves your body and he loves your soul. That's why. He's not, he doesn't want you to submit because he doesn't love you. He wants you to submit because it's in submitting our body that we get the best function from our body. 
rather than abusing, we get to let it use, useful, not abuseful. Ganon din sa soul. God loves your emotions and mind and He wants to influence them. So let your mind and will and emotions submit to the Spirit. Don't let the Spirit be quenched because of the stubborn, rebellious arrogance of your soul and body. Yeah? And you'll be so blessed in life. So that's it. That's where we are going. That's the direction for your life. A spirit-led life. Following the Lord in your perfect spirit. Thank you, Father, for giving us that spirit. Come on, let's pray together. Thank you, Lord, for putting your perfect spirit into mine. For mingling our spirits together. For marrying us in that way. And merging your very DNA into my core nature. Lord, I receive and acknowledge na hindi na ako yung dating dead nature. You put a new nature in me. Ginawa mo akong new creation. The old things have already gone. And the new things have come in the spirit. And now, Lord, as we recognize, as we appreciate yung ginawa mo sa amin in our spirit, let the power of that life, active life in our spirit, let that overflow into our soul to influence our feelings, to, to influence and, and manage well our mind, our thoughts, instead of the devil controlling our thoughts, let your spirit Instead of education, which is bias and based on lies, your Holy Spirit would educate and bring truth to our minds so that we think your thoughts and feel your feelings and choose your decisions and preferences. And even our bodies will be strong and full of life, masigla, well, well fit and, and healthy because, Lord, even aabot at mag-overflow sa aming mga katawan, the life, the health, the divine health, the divine energy from the Spirit. Umaasa po kami sa inyo, we thank you, we believe in you, and we need your Spirit na siya ang maghari sa aming mabuhay. Let the Spirit control our body and soul in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Did you learn something today? Alright, alright. God bless you. Don't be a carnal person. Don't be a soulish person. Be a spirit-led person.